The Burroughs of Berea is a conversational podcast. We study the Bible and we talk about it. Not all of us are of the same faith, and one of us doesn't actually have a faith. And that's wonderful. We all love one another, and we're going to continue to talk about these things. The things we believe in and the things we believe about what we read in the Bible. Not all of these are necessarily true. Some of it is opinion and speculation. Thank you for listening and speculating with us. There you go. That was good. Yes. Oops, oops, oops. <laughs> you are listening to the Burrows of Berea. Side Studies. All right. Well, welcome back to the Burrows of Berea. To my left is Cherry, the Annihilator Lewis. Hello. Notice I don't have you any intro music when I, I do it. I love it. it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> and next to her... Is the infamous pod father, Rick Welch. Like a bowl of Skittles. No, I'm just kidding. Convention eat just one. Taste the rainbow. Yeah. Yes. That'd be lazy. And to his left is Billy. I can to Kimsey. Like a Carmelo bar, all golden and in the middle. <laughs> I'm more like a candied apple, all golden on the outside. <laughs> and across from me is Rick Big Daddy Carter. Oh, yeah. I guess I'm the caramel apple with the nuts off it. <laughs> the ones that, yeah, I hate the ones with the nuts. They ruin it. And those dulcet tones come out of, straight out of Compton, Ralph. Represent. And then behind the glass is rocket man Andy Bishop with Gregula. Oh, yeah, I got the cat. I'm excited. Side note, I went outside. You know, for those that come to Giraffe Studio, they do have a restroom, but I'm an American, so I like to go outside off the porch while it's still legal. She's rolling her eyes. She doesn't get it. All right, so I go outside. I'm going to pee, and I think, I'm alone. Everything's cool. <laughs> then out from underneath Giraffe Studio comes Gregula. I was, I was like, no. <laughs> oh, no. It was bad. Uh, Nothing happened. Greg is safe. You, you don't cross streams. <laughs> <laughs> Ghostbusters reference. Hey, uh. Well, I am your fearless host, Sarita Edge Edgerton, and I'm going to be hosting again today. Rick, let me have the microphone twice. Yeah, buddy. He may never get it back. No, thank you for covering. I have one in the car for you, so when we're done, come to the car. I'm actually serious. Oh, okay. And you should take over. Honestly, Sarita, you should do women's studies, honestly, because I'm not going to do women's studies. I'm not a woman. You can do Judith. Do you identify as one? I don't. I am a man. He was many. He wasn't just one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the problem is that I squatted in front of Greg. It's like, boing, boing, boing. Oh, the visuals. I'm glad you can't see what he's doing. Exactly. I am so thankful for that. Thank God we aren't filming this thing. (laughs) Yeah, audio only. I Uh, love it. Yes. So, I realized that today, what we're going to talk about, while it shouldn't be controversial, it might get a little controversial. So, for all my preterist friends out there, understand that I come as a futurist, Talking about Revelation, well, I have at least two people in here who uh, believe about this in the past. So, however, that doesn't mean we can't glean something from the words that God put in the canon here. And so, I've been doing my personal life, I've been doing a a deep dive into um, eschatology, Revelation, spending a lot of time in just Revelation and referencing back to the Old Testament and just going back and forth. Um, Sarita. Yes. Can I just say thank you for allowing us to be in the room? When I say it, I don't mean in a, I mean this in a very serious way. The fact that you are a futurist and that you understand where we stand, you still are in the conversation with us. Right. And that matters. There's some people that won't. Oh, well, so for I'm sure. i that you're in the conversation. Well, that, and that's for sure. And like, you believe what you believe. I'm going to believe what I believe. And I'm still fleshing some of that out. But what I did notice is... There are several, and I love music. Does anybody? Yes. I love. I hate it. Music. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not in here. You're That's in hilarious. there. You the wrong, yeah. the wrong industry to work in. Yeah, the wrong. Yeah. 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 Wow. <laughs> Obviously, kidding. Yeah. Why do you think he's doing podcasts now? He's trying to get away from that. Yeah. <laughs> and he's I enjoy. Suffering. He's suffering, yeah, suffering for the Lord. Um, I enjoy. <laughs> even, even Andy that's a, suffers. That's a, that's, a, that's a reverse to our last podcast. Yes. Um, 
but I love worship music. I love music of any kind. Um, well, I don't like rap music, but um, I like just about all music. Um, Come on, Gangster's Paradise. I, love I do that. like Gangster's Great. Paradise. I like that song. Tupac, but you're not gonna yeah. count. You're Biggie, not gonna Biggie, catch me listening to Lizzo. Biggie. I met Biggie. You did? Uh-huh. What? I yeah. am Biggie. In college. The real Biggie or just That's a, a Biggie? Biggie? Biggie Smalls. Okay. Like Christopher okay. Wallace. Okay. You met Christopher Wallace. Yeah. Isn't that his name? He was rude when he called me the B word. Oh, ow. Because I wouldn't, I wouldn't give him a room in the hotel because we were sold out. And he called me. He told me to kick somebody out. And then he called me the B word. And then I was like. Not out of character, <laughs> to be fair. Okay. Anyway. Wow. That, when it Interesting. Took a weird he, won't, cool. he won't be around for long. Oh, 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 he wasn't. Is that, uh, too soon? Yeah. <laughs> nah. Yeah. That's, that's a while ago. But I do love when I'm reading Revelation, there are several songs in here, mm-hmm. and I wanted to do a little bit of a dive into worship. So I, since I got to pick the topic, <laughs> that's what we're going to talk about is worship. So what is worship to you? Anybody? Uh, worship to me is acknowledging my creator and acknowledging his son and understanding who he is and what he did for me. And because of that, then bowing down and giving him honor, singing to him, praising him because of what he did for me. That is what worship is to me. And I like the praise portion of that. I don't I don't think God wants me to bow down and worship at his feet. I think he wants me to praise in his glory. I, I think he wants to, me to revel in his glory and to share that with others. And Have we you were talking, been reading my notes? No. <laughs> we're going to get there. Don't be, don't be the star, star pupil right now. Pot <laughs> <laughs> <But> kisser. <laughs> yeah. I'm just pet. So... Of course, I have to go to the dictionary because I like to look up dictionary words. And it says, worship is the reverent love and devotion accorded to a deity, idol, or sacred object. The ceremonies, prayers, or other religious forms to express that love, ardent admiration, and adoration. So that basically encompasses what you said. Does anybody have their Bible open? would like to read Matthew 15, 8, and 9. I know I asked you to be in Revelation, so keep your finger there. This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. They worship me in vain, teaching as doctrines human commands. Okay. Ralph, would you read 10 and 11 there? And after he called the multitude to him, he said to them, Hear and understand. Not what enters into the mouth defiles the man, but what proceeds out of the mouth, this defiles the man. Okay. So Jesus there in his own words says, people honor me with their lips, but they their heart is far from me and they are in vain, they're in vain they are worshiping me. The, the Pharisees and Sadducees were worried about what people put in their mouths to eat, but what, weren't worried about what came out of their mouths. So if our worship isn't pure, that's a statement of the condition of your heart. According to Jesus there. I never realized that he's talking specifically about, like, Jewish purity law probably, isn't he? Yes. That never occurred to me. I've heard that before. Or they were talking about Jewish purity law. Well, they were, but his reference is saying, eh. Yeah. (laughs) Have that shrimp. Have that piece of bacon. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine how that went over in those those days and those times? Like like a stone. Yes. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. I know we've heard that. That's a saying that comes from the Bible, but it's a saying, you know, what goes in is what comes out, whatever your statement is. Worship is designed, and I took this straight from John Piper, so worship is designed to put the supreme worth of God on display. And the word worship comes from the words worth-ship. We're supposed to talk about God's worth. We can worship with our words, with our actions, but let's look in Revelation to see how it's done. So if you have your Bibles, open to Revelation chapter 4. Mm-hmm. The first instance of a worship song in Revelation is uh, verses, is verse 8. Okay, and it talks about the four living creatures, and it says, The four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within, and they do not rest day or night, saying, Holy, 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 
Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And it's very hard for me not to do that I without the film. So I'm, I'm, sing sing it. It my, I'm singing yes. it in my head. Oh. <laughs> I love that song. I taught that to my kids, and I said, this is straight scripture. And I believe we have to emulate what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They're, how, whatever you believe, spiritual, physical, actual, whatever, they are in front of the God of all creation and His Son, Jesus Christ. And this is what they say. Yeah. They're in His presence, whether you're spiritual or physical. And they're saying those words. So if they should sing them, we should sing them. Oh, yeah. And I mean, what do I they think do? we should sing it like the people we know that sing that song. Because <laughs> they sing it so often. They're so good. <laughs> I saw them at concert. They're so good. Um, but yeah. It's, you know what we're talking about, Terry? Oh, I, I do not. Can you name them? Name them for the people that don't know. It's Phillips Craig and Dean. Who was and is and is to come. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> With all creation, it's like an I exclamation sing. point on their own thing. Praise to the King of Kings. I'm going to hard tune that. Okay. <laughs> Make him sound like. Uh, T Pain? Yeah, T Pain. That's just us, ladies. So it, it wasn't just what they said, and that was enough. It was what they did. They did not rest day or night. It was a continual thing. Holy, holy, holy. Without rest. This behavior then leads to the next song, which is the 24 elders who fall before the throne, Ralph. You said you don't think you're going to fall before on your feet, at, on, on your face at his feet. I don't think that's what he wants me to do. Are you trying to say that Ralph's an elder? In this room, he is. <laughs> but there Fall are, to your knees, you elder. I don't know if he's Hell one of the 24. And, <laughs> um, and they sing just about at the same time. Verse 411 is, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. And that is their song. And so those two songs are going on concurrently over and over and over again. So we see not resting day or night, falling before him at the throne and singing these words. Mm-hmm. And so those are the first, those are just the first two. And there's look at the characteristics of their praise. You get glory, you get honor, you get power. You are the creator. You created all things. And by your will, they exist. I mean. And it's also important to note, it's for his pleasure. Mm-hmm. They are and were created. That is correct. Yes. Well, worthy is the lamb. I mean, that's. Oh, mm. We're getting there. Got another song. Stop, stop cheating. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go to chapter five, which the title is Worthy is the Lamb. So That's you, on the next page. That's so. on the next turn to chapter five, verse eight, nine, ten. Now, when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down again. So, sometimes they had to stand back up just so they could fall back down. Before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And can I just take it aside there? If you're in this building and you're a Christian, are you a saint? Yes. You made revelation. Yeah. That's your prayer. That's you mentioned right there. If you've ever prayed to God, you that, that bowl carries the prayers of the saints. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. I didn't know I made Revelation. <laughs> I made the Bible, y'all. I'm so excited. Um, I did too. Jesus wept. Yeah. <laughs> and they sang a new song to him who sits on heaven's mercy seat. I'm saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. It's not quite as catchy as holy, 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 the Lord God Almighty, but there's a lot of meat there. Mm -hmm. Um, So, Revelation, and then you go over to, um, and those were seven qualities of God and the Lamb that deserve praise. And what were those? You were slain. You are worthy to open the seals. You have redeemed us with your blood. You made us kings. You made us priests. Well, notice out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, he redeemed us all. 
and then made us kings and priests. See, yeah. I don't think that Christians walk around thinking that way. Do you know? What way? That they're kings and priests. Oh. Do you I know? straighten my crown daily. <laughs> I just say, I just, well, what it, I mean by that is that I feel like a lot of them are, you know, beaten down. From a futurist perspective, it's not happened yet for them. No, I understand. And, but if you're a believer and you anticipate it for the future, then you would believe that. That's why you say, are you a saint? Well, it, well I, I guess that would be the struggle where people don't feel like they're worthy enough to be one. Hmm. And they're constantly struggling within themselves about. Well, then let's tell them that they're worthy by saying it this way. Uh, that God, that he has redeemed us to he God. He redeemed you. He redeemed you. Not you. You didn't do anything for it. No, nope, he did. He it. redeemed us to God by the blood, his blood, not yours. Out of every kindred, that's who you are How would somewhere. You say that? Out of every kindred and tongue and people. You know, we Who's didn't blood have blood on blood the last podcast. That voice. <laughs> Just so you know, you didn't do it. He did it. And he did it for everyone. That I, agree, and I him. agree with you in 100%. And I. I but I know where what you're coming are you from. That, yes. What are you saying that we futurists don't have? No, that some people don't believe that they've attained they've that. They've attained yes. it. The con, I'm agreeing. I agree with Rick because our we agree on the same thing. I'm just trying to play, get it where everybody doesn't because they don't see the context of the words. They're past tense. There, he has redeemed, not going to redeem. It is the past tense where he's already done. He those. did that while wow, by his blood on the cross. That's clear. That's right the blood. There. That's, That's the right. blood. It, so it's which I told you to bring your favorite worship yeah. song. My current favorite is. Um, oh, I never can get it right. <laughs> Hang on. It's blood be on us. It's blood be on us. I love that song. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tough one. Okay. Um, that's an inside joke. Yes, it is. During oh, the Chris, during our play, yeah, our passion you. play, I was playing a mean Pharisee, <laughs> yeah. and I was supposed to scream with the crowd, "His blood be on us," because the other ladies say, "His blood be on us and our children." Cherry's dying oh my over God, there. She just died. I love and this. out of nowhere, this is I'm the guy it. who speaks aloud, but I suddenly realize I'm the only one speaking, shouting. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of like cut it off early. So instead of saying his blood be on us, I said, his blood be on us. <laughs> oh my goodness. That was a mistake on my part. Mm. His blood be on us. Then it would turn into a meme and it was fun. Yes, it did. It's awesome. Sorry, everybody, that you can't have the content. So what were you going to sing about blood? So the current, it's a, it's a much more modern than that particular passion play, I guess. But it, it goes... <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, for the blood applied. Do you know that song? No. Thank you, Jesus, you have washed me white. Sounds good to me. Thank you, Jesus, you have saved my life. Yeah. Brought me yeah. from the darkness into glorious light. Amen. It is just an amazing song. And That's every time I hear a worship song, it takes you to that it place. It takes you to that place. And they yeah. were already in that place, and they were still going to that place. I mean, That's they were still trying to get, I imagine, like, Short of climbing up on God's lap, this is the closest thing they, they could do, which sure. I really want to do that. Yeah. I almost really want to climb up there and just sit. But Listen, the Bible says that we call him Abba. Abba. And according Daddy. to, it means Papa. Daddy. Not means, Big Daddy. Nope. It means Papa. It's like an endearing name for God. So we call, we cry out to him, Abba. It's like seeing a little kid walk up to us saying, Daddy, Daddy, Papa. Right. Papa. That's, That's how you can look at God. A lot of people look at him like a mean old father. That's not who he is. Because uh, we've had mean old fathers. <laughs> yeah. And oh not my gosh. sweet papas. Yeah. So I'm going to start the next song in verse 11 because you're also going to be singing part of this. Okay. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain. Yes. To receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Yep. Same, same band. That we were talking about, Phillips, Craig, and Dean, mm -hmm. and I heard the voice of many angels saying, "Worthy is the Lamb." Mm -hmm. I know uh, one of the guys at our church sings this older song, and he says, "Worthy is the risen Lamb." I love that song. You know that know song, that Cherry? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sing it. She's like, "He's dead." <laughs> no, I, you call that singing? <laughs> Cherry sings in church, and it sounds. Phenomenal. She's a really great singer. You know who she reminds me of? is like Patsy Cline. Have you ever been told that before? No. Or like a nice Tanya Tucker. 
No. Really? You should probably go like a Loretta Lynn. Halloween. You told me that. You've got that flavor. It's like a country flavor. Maybe we'll have her sing at the end of this. Sound good? It's got a country flavor. (laughs) (laughs) Flavor (laughs) flavor. Sorry about that. That's okay. Um, And then he goes into 513, and and according to my notes, and I did some more research, this would have been a common idiom that John would have understood in his time. And every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea and all that are in them, I heard saying, blessing and honor and glory and strength and power be. I mean, come on, we all sing that one, right? To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Yes. Yeah. I didn't realize that Phillips, Craig, and Dean were literally stealing from Revelation. <laughs> I did. I knew. I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, Cherry, what's your favorite song? Uh, the hymns? Oh, man. Oh, man? I said, oh, man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'll be honest with you. Amen. It depends on the mood I'm in, you know? Like, Victory in Jesus. I like that one. Mm-hmm. Um, 120 in the red hymnal? Yep. That's where it's at. That's funny that you know that. 57 in the red hymnal yep. is what? Amazing grace. You got it. Bam. <laughs> yep. Well. I thought 57 in the red hymnal, hymnal was, that's funny that you know that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's funny that you know that. Yes, the Lord. Okay, so. Um, Reign us in, Sarita. In verse 14, it says, because not only should we be listening to the words, but what, what do they do? And then the four living creatures said, Amen. Mm. Okay, so I wanted to look up the word Amen. What does it mean? So, Amen, it can mean an oath, an acceptance of the statement or term, confirmation of the statement. So, when the court would administer an oath, a person would say, Amen. Mm. So, you would say, Amen. Likewise, we reply, Amen, after hearing others recite prayers or blessings. Mm-hmm. Most often at the dinner table. Amen. Okay. What I didn't know is it comes from um, the letters of the word amen are the root letters of the word immuna, meaning belief or trust. So when we say amen, we're literally agreeing to the covenant. We're mm-hmm. agreeing to whatever that person said. What I found very interesting is it says the Talmud says that when saying Amen, one should be careful to prolong the word for the length of time it takes to say the words, El Melech Naaman, God faithful king. Amen. It should be long. And I would imagine they elongated that word, especially yeah. if they were singing. Um, countrified that Countrified that word. Amen. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and then the 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever. Mm-hmm. So there they go again. They Falling stood down. back up and they fell back down. So isn't that like Episcopalian? Episcopalian <laughs> churches stand yeah. up, sit down. Catholic. I was like, mm, Catholic. Is that right, Ralph? Catholic who's stand up, sit down. Maybe that's why he doesn't think that's what the Lord stand wants him to do. Stand no, up, sit down. <laughs> kneel. kneel. Stand up, sit down. <laughs> you gotta have a kneel in there somewhere. Yeah. They spill it. A a a a a a a Yeah. Oh, man. man, that was some serious vibrato right there. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I can't stand too much vibrato. That's, that's my that that amen that 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 sister sang from where was she South Africa or somewhere that sister that sang amen. Yeah, that was a that was a we all sang. It wasn't necessarily a worship song, but it was a great song. Mine was uh, uh, they'll know we are Christians by, by our love. It's a Catholic thing that we sang, and I always liked that because you really. It really gets you to think about what you're doing in society. Yeah. Because they're going to know whether you are or are not. And I can think of a couple of times in my life. One, when I first moved here, I did something. I'm like, that was, I mean, it wasn't a bad thing. It was just one of those, you did that and you said that. And that is, dude, why did you do that? (laughs) You know? Dude. Oh, it was a, it was a dumb thing to say. I know you are. I know you are Christians by how we love one another. Is that what it was? They will know we are Christians by our love. By our oh. love. Hmm. Okay. All right. The next one is verse eleven, chapter seven. So skip forward, chapter seven, verse eleven. Okay. 
It says, All the angels stood around the throne and the elders and the four living creatures, and they fell on their faces before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen. Blessing and glory and wisdom, thanksgiving and honor and power and might be to our God forever and ever. Amen. So they began it with Amen, and they ended it with Amen. They're going to look like pugs. (laughs) (laughs) They ain't going to have no teeth in their faces. They also ended it with a Randy Travis song. Forever and ever, amen. Or did he take from Revelation too? I'm sure he did. (sighs) Steelers. (laughs) Old man sit and talk about the weather. Right? Yeah. As long as old lady sit and talk about old men. (laughs) (laughs) You want to know how long I'll be faithful. Oh, my God. Never. I'm going to do somebody else later tonight. No, that ain't what it is. That is not it. So going back to the words forever and ever, it harkens back to several places, um, Daniel 7, 14 and 27 and Luke 1, 33, which says, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever and the kingdom and of his kingdom, there will be no end. So they took, that would have been a common phrase that he would have also known, um, the forever and ever amen thing. Okay, so we're just boogieing along. Billy, you got a favorite? Uh, no, I can't song? think of nothing. I, I, you know, I just I remember as a kid, uh, we'd always go to like an old church, and it'd be like turn to one thousand four hundred seventy-eight. <laughs> I never did understand how to how the hell to read it. You know, it was, it was like it was like it was, it was you know. We're gonna sing all eight stanzas exactly. of this song. Yeah. What did they have? And the Encyclopedia Britannica. Yeah, and the, pre- <laughs> the, the preacher would go, "Do that one again, yeehaw!" But no, that's I don't, yeah. So, but anyway, no, I don't. I don't have. And one we think this. modern day songs are the only ones that repeat themselves twenty four times. Yeah. yeah. Nope. It's like Terry said. It's kind of like, you know, um, wherever you're at in life and you're listening to it, that's the one that catches you right then. Sure. Um, so, but yeah. So, or if you're running late and you still hear them singing, you're like, oh God, I can slip in. You know, you've been doing the shaking hands thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Does anybody yeah. still do that? We do at our church, actually, where you have fellowship. Reach yep. around and shake one another's hands. Turn to your neighbor and say hi. And yeah. Do she say yeah. That. That's a great time to sneak you into church. You got COVID. You got COVID. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got COVID. Just dust. Then you can't figure out why nobody shows up for Wednesday night yeah. prayer meeting. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> you got them sick on yeah. Sunday well, evening. That's why so many Catholics died, because they passed the cup. Reach around and touch somebody and tell them something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. Okay, so the next one we're going to skip over to Revelation 11, verses 16 through 18. But I'm going to start at 15. Then the seventh angel sounded, and there were loud voices in heaven, saying, The kingdoms of this world have become the kingdoms of our Lord and of His Christ, and He shall reign forever and ever. So I'm going to, I'm going to say that one first, because that is also a song. Because that's one of my favorite songs to sing, by the way, Handel's Messiah. That mm. comes straight from Handel's Messiah. Yeah, it, yep, it's a very it difficult does. song to sing, but it is... That's fun to so sing. So pleasurable oh, to sing. Once you get your part, it's so good. Yeah. Um, I love that when they sing it at Christmas. It just gives me chills. And then <laughs> the 24 elders who sat before God on their thrones fell on their faces. So then they sat down on their thrones. So at least they got to sit. So there was their sit down, kneel down part. Now they're back on their faces and worship God singing, saying, We give you thanks, O Lord God Almighty, the one who is and who was and who is to come because you have taken your great power and reigned the nations were angry and your wrath has come the time of the dead that that they should be judged and you should reward your servants the prophets and saints and those who fear your name small and great and should destroy those who destroy the earth so that one was a little dark well you know what like I don't think we have anything in our life currently that makes us fall down on our faces like that. Do you know? Like, is there, yes, my faith, I love the Lord, but, and I do, you know, some, I pray on my knees at times and bow, but there's very few things in this world that you know that, where you would give something that much reverence to truly bow down on their face. Has it ever happened to you? I've had it happen to me in regard to my faith with the Lord. I've mm-hmm. had moments whenever... But you mean corporately? Well, yeah. When when you're around and everybody, I mean, I've been in, I've been in a revival 
where I've seen people who have been in the church for 50 years suddenly fall on their face and be reverent to God. But I mean, outside of that, I don't, I don't know of those kinds of like we don't understand reverence of this magnitude. I've done it in thanks. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done it in worship because um, I worship a different way when I'm quiet with the Lord. But uh, there have been a couple of things in my life that happened that were just like, and when I got through it, I was that was a moment of hey, I'm prostrate before you, saying thank you because I couldn't have done this without you. Yeah, I mean, I've had I've had moments whenever, like when my son was young. And he was having seizures, and it was terrible. It was tremendously, like, it was amazing. And we didn't, when I say amazing, I mean that there's no control. We were terrified and frightened. And just when you don't know what to do, then, and if you're faithful like I am as far as, you know, believing in God, then we just, we fell on our faces asking God to help him. Because we didn't know what else to do, and he did. I mean, um, but, and <clears throat> you always want to, you know, your brain is always, oh, those are just circumstances or whatever. But it's always the timing of it. You know, it's so interesting how it how that worked. And from then on, I never, you know, like I never forgot it. I just mean, when we keep reading that the 24 elders or the 100 mm-hmm. elders or whoever. The that voice of many angels. Yeah, and that they're all falling down. Like, I don't think we've ever been in the presence of something so holy that would make us do that. I suspect it's cultural. Yeah, I mean. Cultural, we just don't do, we don't worship like that. No. We just don't. It's probably cultural. As it would have maybe the, have yeah. been sort of expected in those times and much more common. Yeah, well, right? I think that's I think that's dead on because I think that's something we say all the time is this was written for them in their time. Yeah, I think I think they probably that was a part of how they worshipped, like right down to the floor, and it's just not a part of how we worship. Mm-hmm. Probably, I'm guessing. And you mean cultural, like American culture? Yes. We're I used mean, to like being on even top like modern, anyway. you know, largely modern culture. I mean, Muslims. Mm-hmm. Pray they face to the ground constantly, right? So five times a day, like five Western. Pillars. Yeah, I just I think it's probably more cultural too, as well. I so mean, that, maybe it's, maybe point. it's also what you're saying is also true. Like they are not exclusive of one another, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, but but probably at least some of it is cultural. Mm-hmm. Sure. I wonder if it's just a I guess in a, a mental concept because I mean we think about the Muslims praying when they they bow down, do it out of humbleness, out of reverence. Um, I've been in the same boat that you've been in, Rick, where I've been in a situation in my life where, I, yeah, I've been prostrate before the Lord in just in myself in agony, in pain, crying mm-hmm. out, help me. And of course he did. But I think the concept is to be bowed down in the same way in total joy and happiness. Mm. We don't see that to be the same thing. Yeah, We can easily do it when we're hurting and, and in pain, but when we usually are in our happiest moment in our life, we're jumping and shouting. Yeah. We're doing something completely opposite. Mm-hmm. We're not in the same reverence. Yeah, back to that revival, I saw very much, I mean, Cherry, you know, whenever, you know, they always talk about the little ladies that shout the church when their hair falls down and stuff, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, we have a, an older woman in our church that she just can't help but testify. <laughs> She'll yell and scream, yeah. you just don't know, youngins, you don't know. And... I get it, you know, and I see people that will stand up, yell and shout and get excited and then immediately go to the altar. Mm-hmm. I see both, you know, it's interesting. We've had a blessed, we, our generation and generation to come, we've had a blessed life. Yeah. Like we think about my mother who grew up during World War II in Germany and my father who was, grew up during the Depression. Yeah. In Oklahoma. All right. Uh, what you they can went keep through. going back, it's still true. Oh, yeah. It, and it gets worse the farther back you go. Mm-hmm. It is, uh, it, we, are, we are very blessed in a very blessed time. And I think it's hard for us, uh, especially America as a nation, it's hard for us to, uh, to really understand uh, that and to be grateful for what we have. Yeah, that's true. And I think if, if we say we've ever had a moment like that, people look at you like you lost your mind. Mm. Like, I had an experience. I can't explain it. I'm not Pentecostal. I don't, I never had experienced anything like visions or, but we were at a youth event and I, we, my husband and I were chaperoning it and we were at worship. 
the worship time. I call it music time. People call it worship time, but you don't have to sing to worship God. You just said you do. Your worship is different. How that looks different. So I just asked the Lord, I want to, I want to see you. Ten minutes later, my husband's shaking me. I had gone to the floor, had fallen on my face, and they tried to wake me. They thought I had. They thought I was unconscious. Hmm. They were. Like he said, we were shaking you for 10 minutes and you weren't there. And I said, I can tell you where I was. And it was the most amazing thing. And my friend was like, you need to write that down. I'm like, I'll never forget it. I'll get dementia. I won't forget the moment of standing in the presence of Jesus holding my child. Mm. Like, but be careful what you ask for because I've never asked for that again because it was so overwhelming to be in what I consider. His presence, and I'm using air quotes <laughs> because I don't know that I could handle actually being in His presence. I was more like in a fugue state or whatever, but it was as real to me as this conversation we're having right now. It was yeah. as every bit as real. And people can say, well, you're crazy. Well, I don't go around telling everybody in the Baptist church that I go to that I saw God in a vision. I saw Jesus in a vision holding my child. Mm-hmm. They would think, you've lost your mind. You need to be on Xanax or something. Yeah. It committed for a couple of days. I mean— but to me, it was so real. And when I, they finally woke me up, there was a puddle on the floor where I had cried into the carpet. And the carpet was wet. And my husband said, I'll never forget your face. It was glowing. Mm, yeah, it's awesome. It, yeah, but people think you're nuts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they think you're, especially those people who don't necessarily believe or who are very stoic and. Oh, it's nothing worse than having somebody try to analyze. Oh, God. Like, I don't even want to, you almost don't want to share it because you don't want people to analyze yeah. it for you. Because I'm sure I know, you're going to get some mail about yeah, it. Yeah, She's crazy your, having visions. Uh, she, she needs some no, medicine. No. Yeah, and I don't think so at all. Yeah, I don't think so at all. When you said that about your dreams earlier, I'm thinking, okay, who's going to be calling and talking about, well, I think your dream means this or it means okay. this. And it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. Well, they can eat. It's so funny that people can. They can email Andy. <laughs> at burrowsofberea.com yeah Andy the interpreter I'll put Greg on the keyboard we'll see what he says <laughs> I'll go ahead and tell everybody I have sent everybody to Andy at burrowsofberea.com for a good three years now and sadly for them it leads nowhere <laughs> <laughs> what are you saying Rick? well was in your sadness everybody can sympathize but when you in some cases for me I'm anybody knows me Long enough, I'm usually a jolly person with a smile on my face in most situations. But when when people see you happy, they they think something's wrong. They mm-hmm. they see they overanalyze to think that there's a problem. Yeah, I don't I'm, I don't know what that problem may be, but they they kind of treat you in a different manner. But if you're somber or sad, then they're more receptive to that. And I you know. I, because they can fix it. If you're happy, you don't need fixing. I mean, that that may be in itself true, but it, it's so backwards almost that we shouldn't be happy because somebody's happy. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, much like you, I had an experience, not like not like that, but it was so out of this world for me that— That was pizza. My le- yeah. Sorry. My level of worship in that moment was so—it was, it was the purest thing I'd ever felt— and I knew that it, you know, I didn't want to try to explain it to people. I just, there's, it's too holy to talk about. Even That's if, right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't try to taint me Can't with you your analysis and why Moses you think my brain's disconnected and there's something wrong with my psycho. I'm psychotic. I don't care what you think. I really don't. So I just don't share it. Yeah. But I, unfortunately, I share it with you. there are probably many more people who have had some experiences, but they, like us, feel like, People will think they're crazy or yeah. will just discount it as a you were hallucinating or had a daydream or or I, whatever it is. I miss the times of my Lord. When I was young, I talked to God all the time. And I had that like when I told you when I was in second grade and the Lord said, Come and receive Holy Communion. That was that was all this pure I thought Everybody was like that. And then as you get older and you tell this story to a person or two, and you figure out it's just you. And after a while, I just stopped telling people anything. And, and to me, it's beautiful because how old are you? He just had a birthday. Yeah, how old are you? Yeah. 60. Congratulations. Yay, congratulations. How old were you in second grade? I was seven. So 53 years ago, you had that and you're still talking about it. Oh, yeah. It's you see what I mean? The, That's the kind of stuff. That sticks in us. Mine was 24 years ago, and I'm still, still I can still feel it, smell it, see it, 
I mean, yeah. I, I could still I don't know how many times I was talking to, I, I remember 16 fighting with the Lord in my car. And, and I truly believe that me and the Lord were having a conversation because yeah. it was something that needed to be resolved. And I, it just, to me, it was normal, but don't tell anybody with God, else because they'll, it's, it's they'll tell you it's not. And you'll stop telling. Yeah, and I'll say yeah. this, listeners, you know, we receive a lot of mess. I've, guys, I've gotten a ton of mail and we need to read the mail. We need to have a read the mail podcast. Yeah, cool. those are some kind of, of fun. Are really those are good. fun. Yes. I like it when other people do it. They're really good. And, and some of them aren't. <laughs> but we need to, I'll say this if you've had an experience like this and you haven't really wanted to share it, safe space. Send us an email and you know send it to info at burrowsabria.com and I'll make sure that we'll read it because I want to share in that. You know, I want to hear those other stories too. You know, there's got to be more of us out there. Oh, I'm sure there oh, are. Oh, definitely then, there are. All How right. many songs we got left? We got one, two, three, four, five. five. Okay. okay. The next one's really quick. It's four, chapter 14, verses three and four. So it's referring to the they, the they there, their pronoun is uh, for 144,000. They sang it, they sang as it were, a new song before the throne, before the four living creatures and the elders. And no one could learn that song except the 144,000 who were redeemed from the earth. Mm. It's a mystery. Redeemed from the earth. Can you, can you imagine being part of a religion where all, only 144,000 get in? Ooh. Redeemed from the earth. That, that was not a dig. That was just something that I put out there. Rick, what is your favorite worship song? Do you have one? I don't. Okay. Sorry. That's okay. You don't I think yours was Beulah Land. <laughs> <laughs> I do believe I heard you sing that. I did. I did, did you? I, I'm, um, I yeah, he was making fun of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Sing a little bit. Let's hear it. <sighs> Sing the chorus. Uh, put me on the spot. I have actually thought about it all day since you sent that message about thinking about it, and I'm like, I'm in the same boat. I, I can't pick one. I mean, I do have old hymnals that I grew up on um, in my days uh, at a Pentecostal church. So, I mean, I knew about 120 and 58, and or is it 53? 57. 57. Yeah, we don't know if 58 57 is. 57 shit. None of us really 57, know. 57, the Heinz 57 <laughs> of the yeah, hymnal. Yeah. I'm longing for. No, was that you. the old rugged cross? Oh yeah, I like that. Yes, one. I mean that was probably. I, yeah, that was one of my strong favorites back then. I think when you're hurting, I think Amazing Grace is like a just a catch-all. Written by a slave trader. They played it yeah. at my 98 oh, really? year John old was aunt's a slave funeral trader. yesterday. Reformed and. Man, it just, it hits different. It hits different. And she just was such a sweet lady. And it just is so, to know that she really meant those words when she was living and now is probably singing them, you yeah. know, and, and meaning them in a different, completely different manner now. But um, just, uh, it's an amazing song. You should hear Amazing Grace by uh, Pastor Bob Joyce. No, thank you. <laughs> Actually, you should hear how great they are by Pastor Bob Joyce. We'll play it for you later. Oh, okay. Hey, Andy, the final verse of Amazing Grace, do you know it by any chance? I'm no. sure you've heard the song. Yes. So Actually, he says, there are... There's seven verses, or seven Lord. stanzas, right? Oh, then no. definitely not. Oh, no. <laughs> More than seven? There are 50 verses, I think, of Amazing Grace. I thought there was only seven. There are only seven that are published, but people have come down and written more verses oh. over the years. Well, the final one that you sing in the Red Hymnal says, When we've been there 10,000 years, bright, bright shining, shining as, as the sun, sun we've no, no less days, days to sing God's grace than when, when we first, first began. began. And I always get begun and believed it's backwards. It's goosebumps. When I sing that song, you sing "Believe" there, and then begun. I always, the yeah, and everybody else else begun. I'm like, leave. Oh. It doesn't rhyme. <laughs> it doesn't. <laughs> Bright signing as the sun, as much as we belong. <laughs> sun begun. Belong. Huh? He says believed, but then he goes into belong because oh. the, believe is the end of another verse, uh, and I always get it mixed up. And yeah. I, you know, and always I just like did it. "Twas grace." I always do that in the third verse instead of. Through many dangers. <laughs> hey, that could have been in our last pocket. <laughs> Too hey, many yeah. dangers, toils, and snares I have already come. That's right. Okay, the next song is going to be in chapter 15. 
You could also reverse back to Exodus 15, 1. But they sang the song of Moses, the servant of God, the song of the Lamb, saying, Great and marvelous are your works, Lord God Almighty. Just and true are your ways, O King of the saints. Who shall not fear you, O Lord, and glorify your name? You, for you alone, are holy. For all nations shall come and worship before you, for your judgments have been manifested. Mm. And who were the they there? Let me see. Let me go back. Oh, I'm sorry. The they there are the seven angels having the seven plagues. That's what they say. But that is a direct um, taking from the Song of Moses from back in Exodus. Okay. So, the ch- uh, moving over to six, chapter 16, verses 4 through 6 or 7. Every single one of these ones that she's done are underlined in my Bible. I think this is really weird. Every mm. time you've come on a song, it's every time it, they've all been underlined. Like somebody has underlined them? Yeah, me, I've underlined them because they've been part of a sermon. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. No, no, no. This is, somebody this is, got all around the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I'm just sitting here freaking out going, you know, here's the last one she did. Because all the ones here's underlined in my one. Bible are the ones my wife wants me to read. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> then the third angel opened, poured out his bowl on the rivers and springs of waters and then became blood. And I heard the angel of the waters saying, you are righteous, O Lord the one who is and who was and who is to be because you have judged these things for they have shed the blood of saints and prophets for you have given them blood to drink for it is their just due and I heard another from the altar saying even so Lord God Almighty true and righteous are your judgments so is that considered a song or just a saying I mean he is quoting that earlier verse yes that they sang I just it says it's considered a it's a maybe worship, not a worship, worship song, but yeah. But it's worship and praise spoken. You are righteous, Because oh he's, Lord. he's talking directly to the Lord mm-hmm. in, the, in a form of worship mm-hmm. and praise. Yeah. It is. And this is worship, yeah. Yes. Okay. And then uh, 19, go over to chapter 19, verse 1. And now, after these things, I heard a loud voice of a great multitude in heaven saying, Alleluia. Salvation and glory and honor and power belong to the Lord our God, for true and righteous are his judgments, because he has judged the earth, the great harlot who corrupted the earth with her fornication, and he has avenged on her the blood of his servants and shed by her. And they said, Alleluia, again. <laughs> you don't hear very many uh, worship songs with the word harlot in it, no. do you? <laughs> no. But they go down and say, Amen and Alleluia, over and over. Uh, uh, amen, Alleluia. Amen, Alleluia. Like praise, the Messiah. Hallelujah. Praise, Hallelujah. Yeah. praise our God, all you servants and those who fear him, both great and small. So, yeah, those are the angels. And the multitude, there is millions and millions. That's what multitude means wow. there. And the last one is going to be six and seven. Another great multitude saying, Alleluia, for the Lord God omnipotent reigns. I know, everybody's singing Handel's Messiah. Yep. Yep. Let us be glad and rejoice and give him glory for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready. And Alleluia, it only appears in the New Testament four times, all in chapter 19 of Revelation. It appears a lot in the Old Testament. But in the New Testament, only four times, and we just read them all. And it means, wow. praise the Lord. Alleluia. So, and amen and alleluia. Not to change the mood here, but... <laughs> but you're going to do that, aren't you? Yes. Um, you're familiar with Handel's Messiah? You ever uh, heard it? Yes. Okay. Have you ever heard Handel's Messiah, the organist, fail? No. This, is, this actually happened. So listen. Okay, this, I'm like so excited about go. this right now. And he loves fail. Uh. Listen. Oh, boy. Oh, it's 
amazing. It's a mouse. But the choir stayed on pitch. <laughs> I heard did it. you notice? I totally did. They were did. still on their <laughs> nose. Like, Damn. They're all going. Look at their faces. Glad it wasn't me. That's amazing. I can't believe they stayed on pitch. I, I had the same thought. Head. I was like, they're in key. <laughs> you good. You're good. <laughs> I broke the so, ukulele. I want to play one more for you. Oh boy. This is the best. <laughs> Somebody records himself doing. I'm sure it's a recorded <laughs> concert. Is, if yeah. you want to, somebody it, stepped on Caruso's foot. If you want to hear it again, <laughs> that is called the greatest tenor voice crack in history. Oh my, oh my. goodness! Yeah, I love it. Well, the greatest recording. <laughs> yeah, he went straight into yodeling. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. But don't look so up. <laughs> it was so good. Now, <laughs> Bit by can I mouth. tell you my favorite worship song? And then I've asked Rick Carter to play something for Please. you guys to guess. We want them to guess. Okay, cool. Who is singing that hymn? Okay. So my favorite, my favorite worship song, and all jokes aside, is "King of Glory" by Third Day. That's a good one. Yes, and it's the end. Whenever they say his name is Jesus. Precious Jesus, the Lord Almighty, King of my heart. And you hear that choir in the background. Jesus. And I can only imagine every time I sing that song or play it in the car, a, a tear comes out of my eye every single time. It's like it gets to that. Do you guys have any music that you listen to? Yes. Just to make you cry. Yeah. Over God. Yeah. Just like I'll listen or to, to Smashing Pumpkins, heart. bro. Yeah. Weirdly, weirdly, like 99 Loof Balloons fucks me up every time. <laughs> I'm dead serious. That that is, you that think is a that's good a bit. joke. That's a good listen, bit. I'll listen like to Smashing one. Pumpkins, the song Muzzle. It's a rare song off of their uh, Melancholy and the Infinite Sadness. I'll listen to that song. And it. I guess it takes me to this place in my life when I was listening to it. I don't exactly have the memory, but it makes me cry every time I hear it. It's weird. But King of Glory is instant. And it's because it is true worship for me. There are several Phillips, Craig, and Dean songs that my husband yeah. says he enjoys watching me mow the grass on the lawnmower because I'm usually listening to that kind of music. So I'm just like, yeah, like, run down the lawn. Like, like, I will. Nice. So, so Rick Carter is going to play you guys a hymn. You have to guess who you think the artist is. And this is in honor of our friends, the Landers. Okay. Yes. The Lander family told us about this. So, Cherry, don't give it away. Rick, play it. Well, it sounds like Elvis. But yeah? I don't know that's who's singing it. Is that Glenn Hill? No. Oh. Isn't that the old man? Glenn Hill? The older man? The guy that was preaching? Yeah. Oh. And the Glenn Hill is the older man that preaches, but it's not him singing. So Ralph nailed it. That's Elvis? Well, like, yeah, I was going to say it sounds like him, but I Elvis impersonator. No. Do you see the screen? No. Okay, cool. All right, so here's. Is that really Elvis? Let him hit the how great that yes. heart. You, you gotta let it go. All right, all quiet. You know how many gospel songs he recorded? Yeah, a lot. Off the hook. Yeah. <laughs> He's is got it, some riffs on there. Is that it are doing this? <laughs> All right, that's good, Rick. So, we were told oh, Elvis huh? is alive. Oh, dear. Elvis is alive in Bentonville, Arkansas. Hey, oh, my uh, word. What, what happened to the giant cottage industry that was Elvis impersonation? Yes, what happened? It's in Vegas. It's in Vegas. When we were kids? Yeah. Every four-person town in the United States of America had an Elvis impersonator. That's exactly right. They True. wore the white suit with Everyone. the leather fringes. It was a whole thing. Yeah. So is he bunking with Lazarus? Blame <laughs> <laughs> <Hey>, Lazarus. <laughs> now, honestly, it is quite compelling. Oh, the story is quite compelling. It's quite compelling. 
Um, and I would say just his name is a. Uh, He's a minister. Yes. His name is, what is it, Bob Joyce? I've Bob heard Joyce. of that guy. Bob now Joyce. that you said that, now, now I've he heard said, of that. Of course, I'm not Elvis. I'm not an Elvis impersonator. how he's saying, but he has- He looks like him. Not only does he look like him, and had he had plastic surgery to not look like Elvis, right? Bob Joyce did. Bob Joyce did. And he has a he has a, all of the birthmarks. Scars. The scars. All of the same. And- the woman that Elvis was in love with when he went to Germany, when he was in the army. He's from Bentonville, Arkansas. No, she's yeah. from Germany. She's from Germany. Oh. He's married to her now. Yes. Mm. And his original <laughs> band members are in the Listen, there have band been <laughs> at the church. <laughs> Listen, there have been stranger things that have gone on in the past three years, so I'm whatever. Now yeah. they're coming out with it's, aliens and all kinds like, of stuff look now. Look at Kennedy Please. and Lincoln, you know. The, we, we oh, had, yeah, that is pretty wild. We had a... An, um, it was it was amazing the discussion with the Landers. And Everything all the you talk about things. with the Landers is going to be wild, though. Amy yes. is wild, man. Yes, they're so fun. Yes, it was very good. And they great. They make great barbecue. barbecue. Great barbecue. Oh, my and coleslaw. Gosh. Oh, her coleslaw was out of this world. Yes, it was I love so a good. good coleslaw, dude. They she made coleslaw. And it, what was the stuff that she was like avocado mayonnaise? Uh, olive avocado. oil, avocado. Uh, yeah, yeah, olive, olive oil, oil mayonnaise. Olive oil. They have avocado oil. Is that what she was using? Yes. Avocado oil. Yeah, we just got some. I used it the other day. It's You're supposed to use it instead of any seed oils because it's not good for canola oil. It's not good for canola oil. It's not good for you. Yeah. It's bad for you. That's a good ice cream, too. That'll make you worship, son. So, now, while it doesn't necessarily have to be music that makes you worship, you can worship. There's all kinds of ways in the Bible that you can worship, but I. Grow close to the Lord in music, and I love music, and I love how it brings me there. And then he saw fit to put songs throughout the Bible. We have Moses' songs. We have Mary's song. We have um, Elizabeth's song. We have all kinds of songs. The Song of Solomon. The Song of Solomon. We have all kinds of songs. The entire book (laughs) of songs. What are you talking about? Where's that song? (laughs) I just put it in there. You ready? (laughs) That's a different kind of song. We're not singing. We're not singing that one to Jesus. I'm not. She told us from that song, she's like, she's got a neck like a tower <laughs> with metal shields stuck in it. All the rings. Anyway, oh, keep gosh. going, Sarita. Reign us in. Psalms are all songs that David and other people wrote. But um, anyway, so I appreciate y'all letting me do this study. Music I has love- a way of connecting with people on a deep emotional level. It doesn't yeah. even necessarily have to make sense. And that's why you bring worship to songs is because songs work that way intrinsically. So mm-hmm. it just makes sense to to pair them with worship, frankly. Well, and they and use I didn't music. Ask, and I didn't ask you, do you have a... I was, I've been thinking about that this whole time. And I think, of course, I just know the cliff notes, like just the hits. Or do you have a song that moves you? Just the hits. Yeah, we... 99 Lift Balloons. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it, it sounds hilarious. <laughs> nine not, and nine. Not a, not a joke. Do you like the German version or the American version? The German version is a little bit better. Uh, um, yeah, see? Rick knows. I know. Nine, yeah. Yeah. Nine, Rick knows. Uh, yeah. I, I think, I think Oh, Holy Night, but I like, just because I, like I like the melody. Yeah. Oh, My memory being young and being in church and having people sing around me is just like, I don't know any of these songs, and they're all terrible. Yeah. That's because, <laughs> right? I haven't been to church since I was a kid. I didn't know the songs, and I, I was just like, "This is the most painful thing." You know, "Oh Holy Night" is a great song. I went to Paula Dean's restaurant and in Savannah, and they our anniversary is in December, and we were sitting there, and all of a sudden, the entire wait staff stops. And a guy just starts singing Oh Holy Night and the rest of the wait staff join in and they're all singing Oh Holy Night cool. in this beautiful And they were good. Oh my gosh. That's they were cool. so good. And they worked at the restaurant. And they were all servers at the restaurant. Oh, wow, they must have been they, they must have been going to the music school. Savannah College of Art and I think Art and Design and Oh, I that, bet you're right. They're yeah. all going there. And they oh I was like I'm not supposed to be crying over my grits, Paula. What's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. My collards and grits have tears in them. Yeah. 
Andy, Get a stick of butter. You're right. It, it, the music is definitely touching. It's like a comedian that I heard, you know, like today's secular music. Most cases, you really don't know the words to the music. Right. Your, words and, are not as important where in music. Where my dang phone? But, <laughs> words are phone not at? as important in music as the sounds yes. the yes. voice is making. They're, they are more important than yeah. the words are. I agree. There are today? a lot of people that, not today, or always, ever. ever. Really? There are a lot of people that do not listen to words. Probably right. 50% of the population listens primarily to the voice as another instrument. And it's only like half the population that really even listens to words, unless they're absolutely terrible. Right. Then everybody listens to the words when they're absolutely terrible. But when they're not like that, there's like half of the world doesn't even pay attention to the yeah. lyrics. Let, let so it, like when Celine Dion's yeah. My Heart Will Go On was number one, they weren't giving a crap about anything that she was saying. They were hearing... They were hearing, yeah, a good melody. Yeah. Amazing, amazing tones. Yeah, a good melody, amazing tones. No, that's absolutely true. I believe you. If the yeah. beat is right, you'll dance all night. But- <laughs> you don't even barely need a melody yeah. in that case. Yeah, you don't even need a melody in that oh, case. Oh, one other worship song. I don't know. Have you ever heard uh, Oh Lord, You're Beautiful I- by um, Keith Green? No, but you bring him up all the time. Well, he's... He was a little bit before I became a Christian, so... Yeah. He goes, Oh, Lord, you're beautiful. Your face is all I seek. And when your eyes are on this child, your grace abounds to me. Yeah, I've heard it. Oh, I love it. It's a good song. Yeah. Yep. Yep. How about that, pal? That was excellent. (laughs) (laughs) That was good. (laughs) Have you heard this Phillips Craig and Ding, Your Grace Amazes Me? Yes. Oh, yeah. It gets me every time. Mm. Like, right It's hard not to listen to Phillips Craig and Dean and... I mean, because they get you in the feels, yeah, man. Yeah, in the feels all the all time. All the time. Mary, and I do you know? find myself, oh, I like that one. I do find myself, though, going back to what you said earlier just now about um, the words, I almost hate that I joined this podcast. I was just floating along, listening to people's sermons. I wasn't digging in the Bible for myself, and now I've become a Berean. I mean, mm. I did Bible studies, and— and now I listen to some worship songs, and they are so vapid and meaningless, or worse yet, they're undoctrinal, Do you remember what Mary McLeod's first words to us were? Mary McLeod, she said, thanks a lot. You've ruined my life. Yes. <laughs> right, my yeah. favorite song was Jesus is Coming Soon. Yeah. And now it's Jesus is made. Well, maybe he came over there or something. Uh, and we love Mary McLeod. Yes. She had to yeah. retire from the borough. She's still a fan. She still listens, but she is taking care of those grandkids and doing amazing in her life. She's got a house. She has so many good things going on. So we love you, Mary. We miss you. Well, let us know when this comes out on our social media or um, by email. What is your favorite worship song? Yeah. We'd like to hear from our, our or tell listeners. Tell us that special worship experience like Sarita or I yes. or somebody else had. We want to hear it. That's true. Um, and otherwise. We got we to scan some mail and get that email episode set up. Yeah, like we a, need yeah. to. I'll yeah, get that. I mean, we we'll need scan to, it needs to be I'll send parsed, them to you guys. You know, obviously, but. Yeah. yeah. I'll forward you all 1,001 <laughs> <laughs> the letters that we've got. Does yeah. anybody ever we check that out? We play it like 99 bottles of beer. Oh, Rick's on that. Oh, dude, I'm all over it. Yeah, I respond to everybody that ever sends us mail. Oh, that's nice. Every single person. You're so nice. Yeah, I am. You Even don't return my text mean. messages sometimes, but. That's because I'm so busy returning the other people's it's mail. It's called Wilt. <laughs> They're more important than me. It's called Wilt. Honestly, <laughs> Chad Sarita, GPT. it's because you're beneath him. Uh, uh, that's true. Oh, I was wrong. is at the. Yeah, she's at the top. She's, at, she's the cream because of the crop. Because she is his mental equal. <laughs> Just oh, so you know. dear. Well, that's that, a high, that, that's that's a conversation. So you did, obviously. So You're hot. not listening to the podcast. Yeah, you need to go back and Because that I was laughing. It was during it was during the comedic one that that I was sitting How with funny Rick. did you find that? Did you find that funny? It was during the comedic one. Oh, it was one. so yeah. funny. Yes. It was hilarious. <laughs> so I was with Rick <laughs> yes. and Tiziana and we Andy. We laughed so hard at And uh, she was like, it's you because would. I'm not hot. And I was like, here we go. Oh, like, I remember that. That yeah. joke. Yeah. And then I was like, do you want to know why? Because yeah. I consider my equal and everything. Yeah. And, and Andy told me. 
It was very brave. <laughs> yeah. You ever seen a man with a shovel and like a lot of urgency? And he knew it was up. He's like, oh, no. watch this. No, Rick, yeah. Rick was on an, an excavator. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, that's what was happening. Uh, for the this was fun. Thank you yeah. for this was a good this was a good idea. I enjoyed it. Well, thank you for letting me lead it again. It was awesome. Um, oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I want to share one more thing. We'll share it on your episode here. Okay. We have a new full-time member. Andy, you're going to like this. Jimothy Beaver. Oh, sweet. Jim Beaver is not going to be with the Burroughs all the time. He is going to sit in with us maybe once every month or two months. Yeah, sure. But he's getting ready to start his, and you might like this, Sarita. He, you know, he's a musician, mm. and he is going to do backgrounds on Christian music, hymns, and things like that. And then they're going to come in Giraffe Studio, and they're going to record their version of it. Oh, nice. So you could oh, sing. Cool. And I know you can. Yeah, buddy. All right, Rick, close us out with Beulah Land. No, thank you. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still leaving this podcast, not you. Thank you, Cherry. Thanks, Sarita. Thanks, Rick Welch, for showing up. <laughs> thank you. Thanks, Caramello. Oh, you golden did a, you, inside. You, you did a great job. Stay golden, pony Stay boy. Stay golden, pony boy. Do it, Jelly Man. Do it, Golden and creamy. Carter, thanks oh, a lot. Oh, yeah. Ralph Hicks. Represent. Represent. Andy. Thank you. Great job. Thank you. Thanks for being here. We'll see you next time on the Burrows of Berea. Peace out. See ya. Later. Bye, y'all. Everybody. Hey guys, this is Rick from the Burrows of Berea. Do you know how much blood, sweat, and tears it takes to make a podcast? None. But that doesn't mean that it doesn't cost a lot. And so if you guys don't mind, if anybody would like to give to help us with these episodes, it would be great. We'll put out even more content. And if you go to our Patreon page, just search for the Burrows of Berea, you'll get extra notes, extra episodes, and it's pretty much free. A dollar gets you a lot. Thanks, guys. All right. Should we test Rick out? Is he good? I think he's good. I was test looking. Me. Well, test oh, me right gosh, out. Gosh, his voice. <laughs> oh, it's like silk. Totally positive. Uh, it's positive. It's, it's, like a, it's like an untuned banjo. Yeah. <laughs> test him, let's test him voice. like Job. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, oh, no, it's a rough test. It's not going to work. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, all your kids are dead, and your house is burnt down, and you have no money. <laughs> and you have boils all over you your body. Over your and feet. your wife wants you to deny the Lord. Hey, yeah. and your wife. Your wife is me, me, Your me, nagging me, me. wife was yeah. the only one left behind. Oh, and his great friends who were also telling yeah. him just to kill himself. Just so you know, there's something wrong with you, Job. <laughs> you yeah. might as well just die. Well, we just got those friends God today. Yes. <laughs> so God left him his wife, so he didn't want her up there. <laughs> yeah. I never thought about that perspective. Yeah. You keep her. You just you yeah, keep, you keep her for right now. Yeah. Yeah. I think I know what Joe who said have... though. Oi. <laughs> he wasn't Jewish, so Moy. he was from the Orient. Oi. Oi vague. It wasn't it it wasn't not moil. It was a moil, not a boil. <laughs>